Welcome in to one and all. What a day it is. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful day today. Beautiful. And anytime you do the show from a brewery, it's an even better day. And we are in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. You are looking, if you're watching on the live stream, down the street, right in the front of Point Brewing and uh, one of our fine sponsors. We uh, thanks say thanks to them, but uh, they are uh, obviously going to have a presence at the uh, U.S. Senior Open, which is coming here to Stevens Point. Uh, but this is where we're at today. I get a chance to sit in the beer garden under a tree, a little bit of a breeze, some shade. It's nice. Beautiful day today. The Brewers. How about the Brewers? Yet another comeback win. Another comeback win last night. Now the Reds keep on plugging away. And, oh, by the way, uh, their television broadcaster, I can't remember what his name is. It's John or Jim or something like that, Sadak. They are trying to now label Cincinnati. And, and look, you all know my history, right? That's where I grew up. Came from there, watched the Big Red Machine and all that kind of stuff back in the day. But this whole thing about all of a sudden he's trying to force that they are America's team down the throats of, uh, you know, everybody that's out there. If you watched uh, MLB today, I was watching the MLB Network this morning. And uh, trying, oh, my God, I, it's just making me sick. So I, I I never thought I'd say this, but I hope they go down in flames, man. I, I just, man, what a – they win 10 in a row, and they think all of a sudden, uh, you know, like they're the 27 Yankees. Holy mackerel. So uh, I hope the Brewers keep winning. Brewers got a day game today. By the way, if you are listening to the program right now and you're listening on one of the fine affiliates and end up carrying Brewers baseball, stay with the program. Uh, Download the app, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison, and uh, then you can turn on the app, and that way you don't miss anything. You can still go ahead and pay attention uh, and listen to the Brewers game if you want to, but you can also listen to the program and uh, everything that's going on up here. But uh, but love and life today. What a what a great what a great uh, scenario to be sitting out back, enjoying ourselves in the weather. Uh, the weather woke up this morning, seventy degrees. Got a nice stroll around uh, the uh, the Stony Creek area down in Rothschild or up in Rothschild last night. I'm just a little bit south of uh, Wausau here, but uh, had a great walk around this morning and and then uh, after the fact, it was uh, uh, making my trek down here. And uh, the Brewers game last night was nice. As I got into the uh, got into the uh, the hotel last night and watched the end of that ball game, so it was it was awesome. It, w- it was a good time. So anyway, this is where we're out. This is where we're at today. Uh, Ronald says, "Watch out for the squirrels." Uh, I, you know what? Uh, Rick says, "Nice T-shirt." I love the T-shirt. They've got those microfiber stuff. I, I'm liking it a lot. And the gift shop here. If you haven't uh, seen the pictures over on Facebook, I think they I think they loaded on Instagram as well. I'm not positive, but posted some earlier today they got uh this is a a really i never realized how big point brewing was but this is a a hell of a complex very old stoic building here uh but they do uh parties out here in the uh, beer garden and uh for those that uh, have not had a chance to come here and and see it see the beer garden uh there you go that's where we're at that's part of it and uh that's out front and then obviously uh, just out in front of me that's what i'm looking at uh, but, yeah, they got a beautiful beer garden out back and a great setting. And they serve it right out of the uh, the beer wagon there, uh, the trailer. But great place, great place. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in on the program today, 
give us a shout. Uh, big one last night. And the fact that you had Willie Adamas, who's starting to hit the ball. Now, again, small sample size. I don't go crazy when anybody that's struggling begins to hit. Uh, I get excited that maybe they're starting to turn the corner. But until it becomes a consistent pattern, I I don't get too wound up. But Adamas is starting to hit the ball. Starting to come back. play Playing a little bit better defense. And um, anyway, long story short is uh, always good when you uh, start getting some of the guys that have been struggling to start playing better baseball. 877-867-1670, If you want to hit us up, feel free. Also, you can find us over on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. You can find the same thing, The Bill Michael Show. On YouTube, you can watch the program live today as you're looking uh, out right now over the courtyard here in the beer garden. Uh, you can find us, and that's simply uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Twitch TV as well. And uh, for those of you that follow us on Twitter, you can get the link there also, and that is uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, Flatsmack says, nice to see Winker finally get one, right? I, and that's what we talked about when, when he came off the IL. I said, look, if, if you can get Winker hitting, even a, a close to what he was when a couple of years ago he was playing in the National League Central, then again he was playing for Cincinnati, but between Great American Ballpark American Family Field, then Miller Park, Wrigley Field, he he beat up on NL Central pitching, and a lot of it had to do with some of the ballparks that uh, they were playing in because the ball tends to fly specifically this time of year when you start to get the heat and humidity. Uh, so I, if you could get Winker hot and Adamas starts to hit, and Yelich has been better this year than he has in recent history, you know – Again, I'm not getting out over my skis on the optimistic side. I'm just simply saying that if that begins to happen, good things can happen for this team. And then, obviously, you get Woodruff back. You just got to get Corbin Burns back on track. You know, I don't know if it was just the offseason and the fact that he's carrying uh, pressure now, trying to up his stock as every, every outing now becomes more and more magnified. Uh, and then when you have a bad outing, that becomes even more magnified. But, um, you know, you just you just hope that he kind of puts it all back together because he put, if he puts it together and then Woody comes back and pitches well, Miley can give you what he was giving you just before, uh, a little bit before the injury. Who knows, man? Again, you know, the optimistic side. Now, uh, on the other hand, we've seen this team ebb and flow, dramatically ebb and flow. And when they do that, we all know what happens that, you know, here in a, a week or so, we could be talking about the team that's playing extremely well, only to see them lose six or seven or eight in a row and fall five games, six games behind Cincinnati in the standings. And next thing you know, they're on the outside looking in. Remember, we're only sitting here on the 21st day of June. So they, they've got to play better baseball and they've got to play consistent baseball. But t- today they have an opportunity win the series. That's all you're trying to do, win the series. They do that today, fantastic. Fantastic. That's – that's exactly what, what you want. But uh, if they, they don't win the series today in Cincinnati for whatever reason, who has just caught their spark, they get De La Cruz. They've only lost one since De La Cruz came up, and that was the first game of the Cardinals series a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but since De La Cruz came back, and now they're getting that, uh, that boost from Joey Votto, and it seems like their pitching has been better, and the majority of their winning has taken place on the road. And the last couple of games they've won at home. 
man, it's just uh, you, you, you're just waiting for them to eventually just cool off. And it's going to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not going to win out. But the Brewers have to just kind of keep pace at this point. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. And, and then now Cincinnati's GM has said they're all in. They're all in. Um, the, the Reds general manager said, we want to do whatever we can for first place. That's that they feel like right now, you know, they're in it. Um, you know, he said, we're in first place. We're looking to win. They talk about the trade deadline strategy uh, and they plan to be buy- buyers. Uh, he said, I think we're going to do whatever we can to win. Uh, yeah, we're in first place. We're looking to win. That's our goal. I think we want to do whatever we can to, to win for this team. We just need to continue to play well and see what's out there. There obviously hasn't been a good match to this point. I don't see anything on the horizon, but you never know. We're just going to keep working at it, which, again, now you turn the mirror back on yourself and you look if you're the Brewers. Are you saying the same thing? Because it's easy to say, hey, we're going to go out and get something, only to not get something. You know what I mean? Whether or not you have that capability. So I I just – you kind of wonder if the Brewers are going to be able to – to pull the trigger on anybody at this point, on anybody. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to chime in, if you're excited about Brewers baseball, bring it. Uh, they get a comeback win. They're doing okay. They're hanging in there. Uh, you just got to hope that the pitching and, – and really, uh, as, as Ken notes, Ken says, hey, the bullpen has to remain solid as well, which I completely agree. Uh, oh, the big story really is non-sports related. I guess everybody's been pretty much following. They've got 24-7 coverage now, this submarine that they're trying to find uh, that went down by the Titanic. And I have not been updated. Austin, now you're back in the studio, and I know Evo was talking about that a little bit earlier. Have they found the sub and they're trying to bring it up, or are they still looking for it? Do you know? I believe they are still looking for the submarine. Okay. Yeah. It's been down there, what, a day and a half now? Yeah, so they're thinking they would run out of air about 6 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, boy. Okay. So, yeah, the, it's the last-ditch effort now. Okay. So now they're trying to find this thing. And uh, it's down. It's not 1,300 feet. It's like 13,000 feet or something like that down, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, the, way uh, down yeah I think uh, somewhere they played a radio clip of the large, the deepest sea rescue death so far is like only a thousand feet and they're 12,000 feet down. So, yeah, I I heard that they were trying to send a Rover down there, uh, um, a robot and trying to find it. And from, uh, I think the robot itself was only capable of going down to about 5,000 feet. And then they were trying to find another one that could go deeper, like through the Navy or something. But I, I, I don't know, you know, all the details, but I've just kind of been flipping back and forth, and I saw it in the uh, hotel room last night when I got here, and was watching a little bit of that as well. So the entire world waiting to see if they can if they can rescue these people. So there you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Give us a shout. Um, this one's from Jason, who said, "I think one of the problems with Burns is he's not adjusting to the pitch clock. It seems he can't get into a rhythm and looks frustrated." And he spoke out about it during spring training, which is a real distinct possibility, Jason. It's uh, at this point in time, with spring training and numerous games pitched, you would assume you would have been able to get into some kind of a rhythm at this point, right? You would assume. 
but it, it some pitchers have not fared well. They just they don't get a chance to get into what they've done their entire career into that rhythm, and they get a little hurried, and then you start thinking about the clock versus the bat versus the batter versus the pitch versus placement and such, and you're trying to just get the pitch off, and that you very well could be a problem. I I, I would find it interesting. Uh, if indeed it was still a problem, but I agree that was something that he did not uh, he did not not you know look too fondly upon. Again, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up, uh, Brewers baseball back at it again today. Brewers trying to win the series, knock off the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. That's coming up a little bit later on today. And uh, if today the Brewers can get the win, you've got eleven thirty five start time. Cincinnati and Colorado. Uh, Abbott, remember Abbott, he ended up throwing against the the Brewers uh, for his Major League debut. He has not lost a game. And his ERA still sits at zero. He's pitched that well for them. You got Hill on the mound uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates going up against Hendricks for the Cubs. And then the Brewers today, Tehran taking on Gallon. And that is a 110 start time. So make sure that you download the app, WOZN, the Zone Madison. And uh, you can still listen to the program as we are live here at Stevens Point and Point Brewing. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up with the Bill Michael Show right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Welcome. Good to have you. We are back. We are uh, broadcasting live. We're at Point Brewing here in uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and we are glad you're on board today. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. Ah, what will we do without Quick Trip? Traveling the state of Wisconsin, and uh, I'll tell you this, uh, everywhere I go, I love Quick Trip. Last night, they had the, uh, the pork rib sandwiches that were on sale, and I stopped in, and that was dinner last night. Grabbed a big sweet tea, a couple of waters. Uh, a banana, and then one of the pork rib sandwiches. That that's dinner, and, and it was. <laughs> I think the whole thing was like four dollars. It was two bucks for the teas, a dollar eighty nine for the uh, sandwich, and I think it was like forty nine cents or something like that for the banana. It was just awesome, and uh, you can't beat it. And it's relatively healthy, and I enjoyed it. And uh, you know, pork rib sandwiches, you know, not the healthiest thing you can possibly. But you get my point. It was uh, it was great, and. Um, Love traveling around. Hey, by the way, don't forget our friends at Quick Trip also trying to give away a a pontoon boat. You could be the winner. 
And you can go in and get some extra plays when you stop in and uh, pick up some Mountain Dew products. So between our friends at Quick Trip and Mountain Dew, you could be cruising around the rest of your summer in a brand-new pontoon boat. Compliments of Mountain Dew, Quick Trip, and don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card as well. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, Jason wants to know, who holds the longest win streak in the majors? The longest win streak in Major League Baseball history, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was the 1916 New York Giants. I think it's 26 games. But um, I, 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 I think it's 26 games. You are so correct I, on that. I am, am I? Is it games, 20, New York Giants, nineteen sixteen. Okay, I I thought that was what it was, but I wasn't sure. I mean, I, we all know the Brewers won thirteen straight uh, to start off the season uh, some years back, uh, and the famous you know Easter Sunday walk off homer and such. Um, but yeah, twenty six. Once you get over ten, once you get double digits, that's in Major League Baseball. That's saying something. You know, that's pretty consistent. So. Uh, you know, what Cincinnati's done is impressive. But don't forget, if you want to look to the bright side, I mean, didn't the Brewers win 13 straight and then turn around and lose 13 straight? So, <laughs> you know, I just when you start winning, that's great. But, you know, you, once the losing begins, you have to be able to stem the tide and stop it. So we'll see if Cincinnati, you know, once they do take a loss, if they're able to stem the tide and stop it. Last night, Colorado jumped out to an early lead, only to watch that lead evaporate as uh, the, the Reds started hitting the baseball. And that's what they've been doing. It's not necessarily where their pitching has been stellar. Their pitching has been good enough to keep them in games. But they're, God, through this stretch, they're averaging over five, six uh, runs a game. So when you're scoring that kind of, you know, with that kind of power, uh, you're going to win a lot of ball games. So hopefully the Brewers can continue to hit. They get the win today. They win the series. And that's just the thing. It's, it's, you don't have to go on a long win streak. You just got to keep winning series, you know. That's it. 877-867-1670, um, This one is from uh, Jason. said, it's not hard to imagine that a percentage of players are having issues with the clock. There are some who believe baseball is not a timed sport. Um, true. True, but get over it. I, you know, they're not going back. It, the, the, there's a few rules that I don't like that they've changed. You know, we've discussed this. The pitch clock, I enjoy this. I I, I like it. I like the fact that it, it's kept the game on pace and they've been pretty good at enforcing it. Uh, pitchers and batters have both gotten used to it. The action is up. The scoring is up. Pitchers have been, you know, like last night, you're listening to, you know, strikeout after strikeout after strikeout late in that ball game, and it was just one after the other after the other. You could hear the crescendo when I was listening to the Brewers game here in or here in Wausau. You could hear it. It was, and there was no giant lull in all of that. I I enjoy it. I know some people don't like it, but I enjoy it. Now there's other rules like we've discussed. I'm not a fan of the throwing over to first base rule. Don't like it at all. Not a fan of that. You know, I do think that if baseball decided that, hey, we want to take that pitch clock and instead of 15, we'll make it 20, I wouldn't have a problem with it. What they're trying to avoid is these long 15, 20-minute innings where you get maybe a walk or two and a, and a couple of ground outs and a strikeout, and yet it's a 20-minute inning. It, I mean, that just shouldn't happen. You know, the whole thing with guys getting out, adjusting batting gloves, you know, spitting, 
you know, and then pitchers stepping off and stepping off, guys stepping out and, and not, you know, getting with it, you know. It, that That's what they were trying to avoid. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to give us a shout. Uh, this one's from, uh, well, Ricky says a cheap-ass owner. Ricky, right now the money has nothing to do with it. The money has nothing to do with it. And, again, I went through this already, and if you haven't been paying attention, go look at the top teams in Major League Baseball when it comes to the overall payroll. The top seven teams in Major League Baseball are not winning the division. Teams that are spending hundreds of millions of dollars, they're not winning their division. There's a lot of teams toward the bottom third that are winning their division with very little payroll. It's not about what amount of money you spend. It's about who you spend it on. So you can talk cheap all you want. And I get it. Look, when you finally get a guy like a Corbin Burns and a Brandon Woodruff and you get some of these guys that come up and they come up together and you've been trying to get pitching for a long time and you want it to all culminate and happen, I, I, I'm 100% with you. It sucks to feel like you're a minor league team and a minor league you know, conduit for some of the bigger teams who are ultimately going to end up paying those guys to leave you. I, that I understand. But right now, where we're at, you look at a team like Cincinnati. They're leading this division. Do I think they're going to win it? I, I don't know. They've caught fire. De La Cruz is one hell of a ball player. They found that guy. They've got him under control for a long period of time. Brewers are going to have to find lightning in a bottle, too. If they decide to make a move or two, they're going to try to find guys that are lower-end payroll where they can catch lightning in a bottle. They've got controllable years. That's what small market teams do. I agree the disparity in baseball sucks. 100% I agree. The, the fans pay the price for that. The small market fans do. I understand that. But at this point in time, you can scream poor mouth all you want. It, it doesn't resonate. It just doesn't. We've been through this time and again. Tampa Bay Rays, best team in baseball by far. Best record in baseball by far. They are the fourth lowest payroll in all of baseball, $76 million. Pittsburgh Pirates were hanging in there at $76 million. Baltimore Orioles hanging in there in the east, $67 million. Miami Marlins hanging in the east. They're sitting there at $97 million. Diamondbacks, who are playing in Milwaukee today, their payroll's ranked 21st overall, less than the Brewers, $114 million. The Brewers have been right there at $121 million. Cincinnati, now leading the division, $91 million, ranked 25th in all of baseball. So as much as you sit there, you look at the Yankees, the Mets, the Padres, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Blue Jays, all of those teams, well over $200 million, not one of them leading their division. It's not all about the money. Sometimes it's just about who you find to play for you for that amount of money. That's it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, feel free. Tom writes over on Twitter, he says, we're only at approximately 45% of the season played unless they are way over or under 500. I'll just wait and see what this team will or won't be. Lots of season to go. Too many things can change at this point of the schedule, which I agree. You're probably, you're looking at about, oh, gosh, what, uh, two, you're looking about three weeks. You got three weeks of baseball left before you have to make start making real decisions. Because next week is going to be uh, the week, uh, a week from today is the 28th of June. We're already through the month of June. We're less than two weeks away from the 4th of July. And then the week after that, remember, is 
the All-Star break. So when you get to, say, the 12th, 13th, 14th in that area, when you start to resume kind of the unofficial second half of the season after the All-Star break, that's that's when you're looking, the 14th, that weekend series. So by the 17th, 18th, 19th in that area, you're going to start looking to see who indeed is available, who's out there maybe for you to go out and start picking up. And that's when you're going to start taking a look at making some deals and some trades. Over the All-Star break, we all know people and general managers begin to talk. But that's about the time you're going to start looking to make a deal. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we'll get back into it when we come back. Broadcasting live. We are here in Stevens Point at Point Brewing. You are looking, if you're watching on the live stream, down the street. Uh, this is kind of the shipping and receiving area. And then down off in the distance, uh, you've got the gift shop and the front entry for the brewery tours and such that are going on up here. But just a wonderful, look at that. It's blue sky, not a cloud in it. Great day. It's awesome. Awesome day today. Sitting here under the tree, just enjoying ourselves, talking a little baseball this time of year. Holy mackerel. If it didn't, if it wasn't for the fact that I had to drive north about 30 miles to go to a cigar dinner tonight, I'd be uh, face first in the Cider Boys or nine. <laughs> so. Great day today. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Steel Tank Brewing as well. Speaking of breweries, they are in Oconomowoc, smaller brewery by far, but they are also the landing spot for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Stop in and tell Dave and everybody we said hi, and they have tremendous, tremendous food. So if you're looking there for lunch or dinner, they're open uh, Sunday through uh, or Tuesday through Sunday, uh, and just tremendous food. That That's a bomber sandwich that – Hoagie, whatever you want to call it. Oh, my God, one of the best I've ever had. It took me back to my childhood when my uncle owned a five-star Italian restaurant. It was so good, and it's so fresh. Go in and ask for that specifically. That's Steel Tank Brewing, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank, right off of 67. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show live up here at Point Brewery in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Our friends over there at the Northern Lights, Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center in Milwaukee, uh, where they have the live music uh, on Wednesday nights. Uh, tonight, uh, I was just notified that their uh, musical act, uh, not uh, not ill or not well, a little bit ill, a little under the weather, so no music tonight down at Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center. But uh, nevertheless, if you're looking for a great event venue, whether it's for a rehearsal dinner or a, a meeting for a corporate affair, uh, if you're looking for a photo shoot, uh, whatever it happens to be, northernlightseventvenue.com. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. But, uh, yeah, Rob got a hold of me and said uh, just earlier today and said, hey, we've, uh, you know, the entertainment for tonight has kind of fallen ill, so not going to make it. But but he wanted to let everybody know, which is great, you know, which is awesome that uh, we have that ability. So, anyway, long story short is no music tonight, but you can still maybe go down, grab yourself a beverage if you choose to do so, and sit on the uh, Milwaukee River Riverwalk. And just watch the boats go by. Nice night. And it's a beautiful night for something like that. We are broadcasting live. We are at Point Brewing here in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And uh, loving it. You see the open sign waving there in the uh, in the picture. And uh, just enjoying the program, enjoying the outdoors today. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, uh, go ahead and do so. Um, 
the uh, Jason said, after the All-Star break is when everything starts to get decided. Uh, and he also says, if you're batting 205 or less, you should be in the minors. Uh, that I agree. That I agree. Then again, here's the problem. When you've got a lot of guys that you have paid money to to be, you know, Major League Baseball players, and statistically speaking, most of the guys are ailing when it comes to batting average. I mean, you still got Owen Miller, and Owen Miller is is kind of holding steady. Now, he was at 320-something a couple of weeks ago, and he's down to 289 now, so he has cooled off. But Christian Yelich still battling right there at 267. Uh, you've got Victor Caratini at 256. Contreras with a big knock last night, hitting 246, and his his average is starting to come up. Uh, Monacerio sitting at 243. But when you look beyond beyond that, when you've got Anderson, Rowdy Telez, Joey Weimer, Willie Adamas, although Willie Adamas has started to hit the ball, he's got three or four hits this series so far. When you look and then you go down from there, Jesse Winker, who did get a big knock last night, uh, gets his first homer of the season, batting 200. All of those guys you're paying money to. And they're, you can't get rid of everybody. You can't send everybody down. And some of these guys, remember, don't even have options. So it's not like you can just start, you know, manipulating the roster and doing whatever it is you want. I mean, you look at a guy like Luis Urias hitting 158 on the season. 158 on the season was where he was at. It's just, you know, when everybody starts hitting poorly, you can't get rid of everybody. I mean, that's part of the problem. 877-867-1670, Uh This one's from Jeff who says, uh, hey, Bill, was at the game last night. There's finally energy in the ballpark, a little more than what was there the night before. He said I was at the last four or five games, and uh, the ballpark is filling up. Uh, the kids are there. The energy's there. Now the Brewers just need to win consistently, uh, which, you know, again, when you're winning, there's always energy. When you're not winning, there's not. It's that simple. The other night, they looked – in the first game of this series, we talked about that yesterday, they just looked bad. I mean, they looked completely out of it. They gave up six – Corbin Burns gave up six runs early on, and they just looked out of it and just never recovered. Last night, they showed fight, and I was impressed. Now, can you back that up? Can you bring that energy back again today in a day game and win the series? And if they can, and you stick, you know, and you're hoping, you're kind of hoping anyway that Cincinnati begins to cool off at some point, right? Cincinnati's not going to keep this pace up forever. And uh, right now, they're winners of ten straight. And it took them to put it this way: it took them to win ten straight games to be leading the Central Division by only a half game. Remember, they're four games over 500. Brewers three games over 500, a half game back. In the standings, the Cubs have now won a couple, and I don't want to dare say the Cubs are starting to heat up. But you look, and Pittsburgh is four games back. The Cubs are three and a half back. And St. Louis is still holding steady at eight games back. They've been sitting at eight, eight and a half games back for quite some time now. And the, But the Cardinals have won four straight. Meanwhile, the Pirates, man, they are, they're sinking and sinking fast. They have lost eight straight ball games in this division. And the Cubs, by the way, the only team above 500 when it comes to run differential on the plus side. They're plus 21. Everybody else is still in the negative. So the Cubs are starting to heat up a little bit. I don't think the Cubs are going to be a factor by the time it's all said and done. But when you're sitting there three and a half games back and, and you're almost halfway through the season, you know, <laughs> it's uh, you, you can't, uh, you know, they're not out of your rearview mirror yet by any stretch of the imagination. So if you want to chime in, phone number's wide open. 
Uh, if you want to hit us up via email, you can do so. And uh, the live stream, and you can also find us uh, over on Twitter as well. Um, what else do we have? Uh, let's see here. This one's from Jake. Jake says, uh, do you think that De La Cruz was just the spark? Why don't the Brewers bring up somebody that would give this team a spark like that? I don't think you can replicate that. It's, it's a good thought, but I don't think you can replicate that. I think it just is what it is. I don't think you can search for something. I mean, you, you can obviously manipulate your roster, but winning cures all. De La Cruz came up. He had a fantastic start. He got off to a, a – remember he ended up, uh, what was it, the double or the triple? He was the fastest player to go from home to home to second or home to third because of his stride. He was all over ESPN, and then he ended up going yard. And he had an amazing first first game, and then he kept it up for a couple of days. So, But beyond that, I'm not – De La Cruz is, is good. Um, but, again, it's just – those things are organic. You can't manufacture that, you know. You can't manufacture that. Um, 877-867-1670. Ricky says uh, the Brewers wouldn't spend a little bit more for a starting pitcher for more than $700,000 or just money to uh, piss off a team star. Take it as is. Well, if you know you're going to lose him, why spend the money? Why just give him $700,000? If he's already, if you know he's already hell bent on going to free agency and getting out, and getting 200, 300 million bucks, why just throw $700,000 at him? I, I didn't agree with it at first. I understand it. It's, I still don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it. You're just basically giving them $700,000 just to do it. You know, now you could have maybe split the difference. I agree with that. But when you go to arbitration and you, you know, you that, that's what it's there for. And let's be honest, that's what the players wanted. Don't forget that, Ricky. You can look at management. You can get pissed off at management all you want, but that's what the players wanted. They wanted arbitration. So when you're a player and you're going to say, I am going to demand to sit in on arbitration, and the team is going to point out all the negatives that you bring to the table, and then you're going to point out all the positives that you bring to the table, that's what arbitration is. So, that's again, that's what the players wanted. You have to understand what it is going into it. Nobody said you had to like it, but that's what you wanted. Um, Flatsmack says, yeah, don't forget Owen Miller, born in Mequon, grew up in Fredonia. And it's, you know, again, it's good. It's good to have homegrown talent. It's good to have a guy that you got relatability with because that's what a lot of people are looking for. Uh, Dwayne says, uh, hey, guys, let's not forget that Cincinnati was a bad team early on. They'll be a bad team again. This is probably just a hot run by them, nothing more. I still think the Brewers are the team to beat in the division, but the Cubs are starting to scare me. Thoughts? Um, I think Cincinnati is not for real. I think, again, like you feel, they'll cool off. I don't think the Cubs are going to be the team to beat. I still have in the back of my mind the Cardinals are the Cardinals, and they've just got too much talent on that team to just fall by the wayside. They just do. I just think that they're still – they're still going to find a way to start to pull themselves out of it. I and mean, when you look at it, and you got Wilson Contreras and Tommy Edmond and uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, you've got way too much talent, way too much talent. Now, pitching has not necessarily been their uh, their forte this year. But, I mean, Goldschmidt's still batting up near 300 with an OPS of over 800, 850 as a matter of fact. Arenado's uh, OPS is up around 800. And he's batting over 270. 
Uh, Wilson Contreras has been a disappointment for them because he just has not been able to get out of his own way. But he's still giving – I think he's got, what, eight or nine home runs on the season, as a matter of fact. Um, but, you know, beyond that, they they like a lot of other teams. Uh, Donovan has played well. Donovan has hit the ball pretty well. But their, their overall team batting average, I think, is like 250. It's far better than the Brewers. It's been their pitching, which has not been nearly as good. And they've also been banged up when it comes to their pitching staff as well. But I still think – that when you look at when you look at the Cardinals, I I, I still get the sense that they're going to be they're going to be the team to beat. That they're going to end up pressing before it's all said and done. Just they they they're just too good. There's too much talent there to just watch them completely just falter away. You know, and they've got a few guys that have been you know that Tyler O'Neill, he had that strained lower back, uh, and they also had. Uh, um, uh, Rodriguez and uh, Naughton. Uh, although Rodriguez, he ended up having that shoulder surgery, and he's not coming back anytime soon. But uh, Naughton and Helsley, or Helsley, um, both of those guys, they might be back uh, not too far from now, to be honest with you. So we'll see. But uh, they they're not overly banged up. They're just not getting the job done on the on, on the continuum. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, we are broadcasting live. We're at Point Brewing in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. If you want to come by and say hello, feel free to go ahead and do so in the area. Going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break and come back. We got a lot more to come. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy up here in Wausau area. Dwayne's cover it all. Give him a call seven one five eight seven zero twenty one nineteen. Whether it's boat covers, awnings, gym equipment. Uh, office furniture, if you've got some things around the house you need a recovered, reupholstered, uh, if you've got a, uh, a patio awning that needs to be redone, he can do that as well. That's our buddy Dwayne, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That's Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Bill Michael Show. We are live. We're at uh, Point Brewing here in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Burn Pit BBQ.com. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com. Got a nice uh, note the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, on uh, on the air uh, about uh, some um, somebody. I can't remember who it was. For Father's Day, the kids got them uh, the Burn Pit package, which was awesome. So it comes with the sauces and the rubs and the hot sauces and such. But go to BurnPitBBQ.com. They are veteran-owned. Based here in the state of Wisconsin, Racine, Wisconsin, to be exact. Again, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. Uh, this one is from Jeff. Jeff says, uh, hey, did you see all the problems going on in the AFC East? I, you know what? I will talk about that because you've got uh, Stephon Diggs not happy with Buffalo. Uh, you've got Hill getting uh, arrested. Uh, down in Miami, you've got some issues going on over there, and all of a sudden, luckily, some things are starting to break the way of the New York Jets. Now, you know, we'll see what actually happens. You've got a lot of time left before the actual season gets underway. But, yeah, it's uh, it's rather interesting that, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes over to the East and suddenly the East becomes 
you know, uh, starts to open up a little bit, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, this one's from Jack. Jack says, uh, I believe in the Milwaukee Brewers. I still think they, they are going to make a move that is going to bring a bat in to this lineup. Did they find a left-handed bat that's capable of hitting for power, or did they find a left-handed bat and a first baseman that can actually play every day and hit above 260? Here's the problem. Who's available? Who's, who's on the open market? What team is looking to get rid of a, a left-handed bat, a left-handed first baseman that is then uh, going to, uh, you know, hit above 260 on the continuum? And because they're scarce, you're just not going to find that. So who would be out there that you want to go get? And if you do, if you are able to offer something, how much are you going to have to get rid of to be able to bring that player in? Because you don't want to dump your farm system. Your farm system's starting to finally become cultivated. You got a, one of the better farm systems in baseball. You don't want to dump it completely. Uh, the only way that's going to happen is if you have a player that's already existing on your roster that you can trade away, maybe a prospect. Um, but then, again, you also have to find a bat that's going to be controllable for a couple of years. That's why, you know, when we talk about going out and getting a bat, you hope they do. You just don't know what it's going to be. It's probably more likely going to be an outfielder and somebody where you're just trying to look for maybe greener pastures uh, into the uh, into the Brewers' backyard than anywhere else because I just don't know who's going to be available and who who you're going to have to give up, and you don't want to dump your farm system to be able to do it. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one's from uh, Sooner Schooner who says, uh, hey, guys, uh, the Brewers don't have enough bullpen to be able to win a championship, so at this point in time, why not just start thinking about gutting some things and stockpiling draft choices or rookies? Well, you're not going to do that when you're in it. You did that last year by gutting it with Josh Hader. By the way, Josh Hader last night uh, ends up giving one up and choked one away for uh, for San Diego. But, I, you know, why would you do that? I, I, I guess if you don't believe – at what point – let me ask you this, and, and please get back to me. At what point do you go for it? At what point do you say, hey, we're going to – because you're only a half game out of first. At what what has to happen for you to be any kind of a believer? That's what I'd love to know. What has to happen for you to be any kind of a believer? Um, I, I just I can't get past the mentality of everything sucks, so get rid of everybody. And if they do that, then all you do is complain and bitch that you you know by the time everybody starts to come of age, then you got to get rid of them. Right? That, that's that. That's what I'd love to know. At what point do you become a believer? At what point do you look at this and, and go, you know what? You know, we'll, we'll go ahead and go for it. Um, Adam says, going back to the Corbin Burns arbitration, wouldn't a better organization have just agreed to the amount before having to go to arbitration? Burns hasn't been happy since uh, the hater trade. Well, what does one have to do with the other? That's why, I mean, you know. Look, I, I don't necessarily agree with holding out for 700000 bucks. It's kind of a bad look. It's a cheap look. But when you're a small market, also you've got Bally Sports that went belly up, and you're not getting necessarily all the money from that on the continuum. 
and you got a guy that you know is leaving anyway who's going to get $200, $300 million down the road, right? So why do you just want to throw seven hundred grand out the window? Just because? I Look, I agree. When you say that when Mark Antanasio comes out and says it's not about the money and then, you know, everything he does, you know, since the middle of last year when they got rid of Josh Hader seemingly is about the money, absolutely. It's a bad look. I agree with you. And when you've got a guy that's won a Cy Young, which you haven't, you know, had since Moses was a baby, uh, and you want to shortchange him, it's a bad look. 100% agree. But I also understand the business of baseball. You know, Corbin Burns is not going to sit there and say, I'm going to give the Brewers the hometown discount. You know, he's going to say, well, it's a business. i got to do what's best for me and my family, right? We have all heard that. So why then is it a business when the players are doing it, but it's not a business when the ownership does it? Is it because you're, you're mad at ownership because they make a lot of money and they're billionaires and you're just pissed off about it? I, I understand the business of baseball. Um, Kyle says, I believe that the bad Yelich contract also affecting payroll decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You went all in. You, you thought you were paying for one thing. You're getting another, and it's, it just hasn't simply panned out. Now he's playing better this season, hitting better this season. Still offensive prowess and the uh, the arm strength. Trying to get a ball from the outfield to a shortstop or to second base or third looks pathetic. But you know, I, I you you went on what you saw, and at the time, there's not one person around that said it was a bad contract. It was a bad deal. The only thing I would like to see is the Brewers go with more money and shorter shorter terms. But a lot of players don't want that. They want that long term stability where they know but money's money you know and if you get a sh- another bite at the apple then maybe players would be more apt to do that but you're trying to find a guy that's going to be consistent like that for a long period of time and then you're going to get him for what is seemingly a a better deal in the long run so you understand both sides of it you just you know you're just uh you know you're kind of it's it's a crapshoot gonna go ahead and take a quick break stay tuned a lot more of the bill michael show right after this